0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com/slash-wondersuite.
2: SP S&P tried to run to 4,800 but ran below 4,700 Friday. Today is January 6th, and you are listening to the Arbitrage Trade Weekend News. I'm your host, Darren Harper, bringing you three things you need to know for this weekend, two interviews, which are I resolved to be resolute in 2024, and returns of the gift kind. We have Daniel's financial deep dive on Outlook 2024, the financial year ahead, and a bonus blog titled, Do We Need to Return to Bretton Woods to Get Out of the Forest? And also, check out the winner and loser this week in the market. The 10-year bond jumped on a roller coaster this week and jumped up above 4. By the end of the week, WTI crude stayed in the mid to upper 73s. Here's three things. As the tensions continue to mount around the Gaza Strip and shipping vessels keep being attacked, the price for shipping things around the Red Sea or in this case rerouting to avoid the Red Sea is rising quickly. This points to yet another cause for concern with increasing cost and thus higher inflation. What's your next move, Jerome Powell? Funds are prepared to take profits and control in the Bitcoin world after talking badly about it for years. The SEC still has to give its blessing before spot Bitcoin ETFs can proceed. The deadline for Kathy Wood's ARK Invest offering is January 10th at the latest. Seems to be an age-old battle between money and regulations. Bet we know which side wins one thing's for sure grab some popcorn and watch january 9th january 10th for a lot of financial craziness in my opinion preceded by endless bitcoin talk all next week in the financial press and our third thing is the bigs for next week as we normally do monday and tuesday like i said just expect a lot of bitcoin promoters on all media wednesday crude oil inventories and the 10-year note auction that's a big one thursday all of the us cpi info initial jobless claims and the 30-year bond auction Friday is UK GDP and PPI. Trade while you're sleeping across time zones with Arbitrage Trade Assist. Sign up today at arbitragetrade.com. Arbitrage Trade is your trusted source for business, finance, and tech info.
3: Hi, I'm Elizabeth Rome. I've played many roles in television and film, but today I'm speaking as myself about a cause that's very dear to my heart. The Cancer Prevention and Treatment Fund provides free help to those who have cancer and those who wish to prevent it. They've also banned cancer-causing chemicals from our homes and neighborhoods. Your donation makes a difference because 98 cents of every dollar pays for programs and services, not fancy salaries or events. As a mom, I'm thankful that they've helped ban cancer-causing chemicals from our toddler toys and baby bottles. They continue to fight the same fight to keep these chemicals out of our playgrounds, pizza and soda cans. Please donate today to the Cancer Prevention and Treatment Fund at StopCancerFund.com. Hello,
4: Caroline. Welcome back to 2024. How are things?
3: Happy
0: New Year.
4: Happy New Year. Um, Did you get that lovely sweater or, uh, you know, that that third uh, thing that you really didn't want that you might want to give back?
0: You know, maybe, maybe not.
4: Because <laughs> I know I've gotten a couple gifts sometimes that basically it's like it was great, but I can probably do something better or different.
0: Or maybe the, the sweater didn't quite fit, fit. You exactly yes, right know. or something. Hey, like this dad
4: bod needs a little extra help sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what can you do?
4: I, I don't know. That's a good question. What can you do?
0: Uh-oh. Well, uh, you can always try to make a return. Now, depending on who the gift is from and how you got it, you may or may not have a receipt or a gift receipt.
4: Fair enough, fair enough. So,
0: um, you know, there are some times when you might could ask, hey, you know, do you happen yeah. to have a gift receipt See, for that? They... Oh yeah. Depending on who it tactfully,
4: is. Tactfully, tactfully. Yes,
0: of course, very kindly. Apparently, yes. Um, There are some things you could do if you don't have a receipt or a gift receipt. Some stores, like I know Target, Yep. If you know something came from Target, you can go and try to return it without a receipt or a gift receipt. What they will do,
1: okay, will do.
0: They'll scan it, and they will also scan your driver's license. A oh. lot of stores will do that to try to prevent like returner fraud, yep. or fraud mm-hmm. that kind of thing. No, that so that makes sense. Don't be surprised if they do that. Um, but in those cases, you'll usually get the lowest price that that item has sold for in the last. 30 to 90 days. Oh, wow. So, because they don't know when it was purchased. And, and
4: no they don't want to give you the... Yeah, no, that makes you sense. Know, so, uh,
0: if, if it was purchased at full price, but then later went on sale for 50% off, you're only going to get that yeah, 50%, 50% price is, and yeah. probably only as an in-store gift,
4: gift card, card. Okay. They're not
0: going to give you cash back.
4: That's okay. there's lots... I can't get out of Target without spending $100. I've tried. Right? I, I have tried <laughs> so many times.
0: It helps to <laughs> go without a basket. If you just try to carry everything, That helps. That helps. Um so as a gift giver try to always include the gift receipt. You see. Yeah, that's smart. You know, that's just, smart. Just in case, just in case, you know, you're trying your best. Um you can also um send th- some things back online or you know like through the mail like oh, it was purchased online. Uh, sometimes they'll charge a restocking fee or you might have to pay shipping,
4: shipping. Okay.
0: to send it back. Um some stores um like J Crew, Old Navy, Anne Taylor, several clothing stores yeah. around here Will let you, if you bought it online, you can sometimes return it in person.
4: Oh, okay. So that that's can, a nice that can help up. as yeah.
0: well. Um So, you know, especially with clothes or, you know, jewelry or home decor, sometimes it's not quite your style, but have you ever gotten a gift card to a place and you're like, I'm never going to use this?
4: I'm not going to name the name of that store, but yes, I've definitely done that before.
0: Okay. (laughs) You have options. I did not. Gift card. I learned this. Okay. Let's
4: let's, let's hear it.
0: There are some gift card exchange sites where like you could go and say, I have a gift card for this store. It has a hundred dollars on it and someone might pay you 80 for it.
4: Oh,
2: so okay. Then you get
0: eighty dollars cash. That
4: could you know, work, which
0: is better than a hundred dollars you're mm-hmm. never going mm-hmm.
4: to use. Yep.
0: If that doesn't work, um, you can uh save the gift card. Maybe you wouldn't buy something from the store, but maybe your wife's birthday's coming up, or your your favorite little, you know, education person's mm-hmm. birthday's coming. coming up, yeah. right? So you this want to, be able to find a gift for someone else. Yeah. Or there's even a place called um, uh, Charity Choice where you can donate the gift card to a charity and then the charity could use oh, that money for
4: something. That is some good information. Well, if you guys want to learn more about this, go to our blog at arbitragetrade.com blog. Thank you again, Caroline, for being here and we will see you next week. Thanks, Royce.
0: Pretty normal mom life. Everything was pretty good, and it was a very happy life.
5: And we just had a new baby. And then all of a sudden, within a day or two, she's on life support and fighting for her life.
1: They
0: told me my only chance was a heart transplant.
1: And the American Heart Association helped make that possible. Their research helped save me.
2: The American Heart Association funds research that leads to medical breakthroughs trains people in CPR, and certifies hospitals to provide the best care
6: for people who've had a heart attack or stroke.
0: I am very thankful for the American Heart Association. One simple act today can save your life or the life of a loved one.
2: Heart disease is the number one killer in America. To learn more about how the American Heart Association is saving lives, go to helpheart.org. Hi Darren, welcome to
4: 2024. Are you ready to begin a New Year's resolution? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So let's do this. We're going to the gym, right? That's how we're doing.
2: I do have a little gym at home, yes. Oh, hey. I I gotta ease my way into it. I can't
4: just go full on. I just named my refrigerator gym. So I go to the gym every day. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you have to do to
2: make yourself feel better, right? I
4: I feel great. (laughs) I am pumped.
2: So we're talking about a new year, right?
4: New year. How yeah. we're going to divide start.
2: and conquer this year? Yeah, basically. because
4: sometimes sometimes tasks are just too big. So maybe we should break it down to smaller bites. Right. Now
2: I have a quote. We're going to start off the early part. Ooh, the quote. quote uh, early quote because
4: this matters.
2: Okay. All right. The quote is from F. M. Knowles. I don't know if he's kin to Beyonce or not. Hey, you never know. But this person said, "He who breaks a resolution is a weakling. He who makes one." is a fool.
4: <laughs> well, well, let's talk about that. it
2: anyway. Let's talk about it think it's just, I don't think one resolution we're talking, we're talking about making too many at the beginning of the year, and then we're setting ourselves up for
4: failure, right? Yeah. Well, if you set things that are not smart goals, in my opinion, like they have to be measurable, they have to be attainable. Um, and, and if they're not, then basically you you get started, and then you get dis- disenfranchised. Nice. Right. And next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, I guess I have another slice of pizza. It's that diminishing returns, the downturn in the market, all that
2: stuff. It's yeah. like our downturn in resolutions being kept. And then one thing leads to another. You're like, oh, I can't do any of these. Yeah. So dividing and conquering, which is what
4: yeah. uh, is in this week's blog. Yes. And basically, you I break I, it up into 12, 12 resolutions, 12 little resolutions. One a month. That's one be, a month. So basically, it's that. like, I can keep a dive for a month. That's easy. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) A dive for a month is easy. And, you know, like learn something new, you know, focus on your financial well-being every now and then, you know, get arbitrage trade assist, you know. And, you know, your first month free. So that's at least one month already taken care of. That's true. That's true. That's a great deal. Uh, has it yeah. ever been done before? Nope. This is our first time ever doing it. Exactly. So, uh, so twenty we're starting new things. New things. And basically, we're trying to make sure that you guys are stay, stay on the same page as we are and, you know, uh, don't get too far behind. I do know in October, my resolution should be not to drink too much uh, beer in September because Oktoberfest is actually in September, not October. Okay. I have a problem with that because in the blog.
2: It's been set aside for October to be the Artistic and Imagination Month. Yes. Without beer. Without beer. Is what you're saying.
4: Yes, but September, (laughs) it's all out. Let's do this, Uh, you know. Mudslides, hand grenades. <laughs> we're going to New Orleans. We're going to Vegas. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Halloween. Okay. In moderation, though. In yeah, moderation. Okay. All right. We All have right. to watch our calories. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think you know these twelve steps. It's it seems like it's very doable. I like yes. the I like the way it's broken down. I like that it hits twelve different things in our lives, and and you can just set that out in your calendar, put reminders. Yes. To do that, and uh, it should be very attainable. And I have another
5: quote.
4: Uh-oh, another quote. Uh, All yes. right, let's hear
2: this. Any new beginning is forged from the shards of the past, not from the abandonment of the past. Okay. And that's Craig Lowe's okay. Maybe. That might Maybe. be the way you say his name. Well, but anyway, it, that, that could refer to resolutions.
4: So For sure, for sure. So if you guys want to learn more about the different resolutions that I'm personally setting, go to com slash blog. And I think it is uh, titled a uh, festive new year or something close to that.
2: All right, let's
1: party.
4: Twenty right, Let's go.
1: Introducing wonder from bluehost.com website. Creation is hard, but now with bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design colors and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com/wondersuite.
4: Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one
6: donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes.
1: Bombus, big comfort for
0: everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first
6: purchase. Hi, I'm EJ Williams for American Humane. For thousands of years, dogs have been our best friends in our worst times. Today, we're also learning that our best friends, millions of whom are abandoned each year, are often the best medicine when people are facing obstacles. To help both people and animals, organizations like American Humane have been working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond, finding animals in need of forever homes and training them as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help our veterans, the elderly, and children overcome the daily obstacles of life. In this way, the rescued can become the rescuers. To find out how you can help give animals and the people they help a new leash on life, (laughs) please visit AmericanHumane.org.
2: Hey, I'm Darren, and it's time for the Financial Deep Dive with Daniel. And uh, we just talked about, or he did a blog last week on 2023, the year in review. Now it's time to look ahead. So we have several subjects that we're going to cover here, probably not all of them that need to be, but we're going to talk about wars and threats, interest rates, uh, Bitcoin ETFs, Fed cuts, how many, Epstein files. I mean, there's so many things that could impact this year, but we'll try to break it down. Daniel, what's the first thing you want to talk about for the year ahead?
5: I mean, just to start, you know, based off that summary, you know, I think this year will be just as wild as the year of last year. I don't think yeah. we are seeing anything calmer.
2: <laughs> I think maybe the VIX and new VIX might actually see some action this year.
5: <laughs> right, right. I mean, definitely, you know, looking at the year, I think, you know, two or three of the biggest things, you know, one of the biggest things to affect markets is definitely going to be the interest rates. You know, the Fed said that they're looking to do cuts midway through the year, but they came out with some rhetoric earlier in the week that had the market get a little bit uh, bullish, or not bullish, bearish. And, uh, you know, we saw things turn down a little bit. So I think, you know, when the Fed actually cuts, we'll, we'll see how the market actually reacts to that. And, you know, that might also be impacted by two wars that are going on that could develop further. Who knows? It's kind of dynamic.
2: Man, the Fed, I tell you, they love to job on, don't they? Hey, they'll they'll say something, then pull it back, then say it again and pull it back. So, yeah, we we really don't know uh, what's really being talked about inside those meetings. But uh, even though we get meeting notes... um. The market thinks, or has been thinking, or maybe it's wishful thinking, for six rate cuts. And now it's pulling back on that thought. And just like uh, we were going to start in March now, maybe not so much, right?
5: Yeah. You know, I I think maybe they've said they're going to push it out to the second half of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, And even then, you know, we'll see, they haven't, we haven't seen a lot of the Higher level uh, job cuts uh, show up in the job report numbers, Uh, credit or credit and consumer spending is still strong. So, you know, really until Jay Powell sees, you know, people are getting on their knees for him to cut, he might not. And then, you know, I, I can't remember if I've written about this before, but there are some charts showing that when the Fed starts to cut, at least the last three times they did, we actually see markets go down. So it's actually not a, you know, it's a bullish thing initially, but then a few months later, you know, it actually signals that we, we've we had some weakness in the economy and that things aren't looking too hot.
2: Yeah, that's so right. It's, it's, it's a bit of
5: a contrarian take.
2: Yeah, sure. It's, it's, it, he wants to be Superman, right? Every time and come in and save the day with his cut. So it's a matter of when he wants to become the superhero, I guess as he keeps pushing things further and further down the road, like a lot of things in the economy right now, it's being just pushed further down the road for someone else to handle it. I think that's just a personal opinion. So uh, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Not a financial advisor. Um, You know, this whole mag seven is becoming the lag seven. Have you heard that? Yep. I have. (laughs) So, I mean, uh, obviously it's it's just a rotation, right? You go from uh, the things that are way at their all time highs and then, rotate them into other sectors right
5: yeah i'm really looking forward to the other 493 stocks that make yeah. up the s&p yes <laughs>
2: the, the magnificent 493 that's that's what it is now <laughs> so a global economy as you talked about that a little bit too in your blog um global meaning that which does the us lead the world or does the world lead the us right now in in economies
5: Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to tell, but something my dad always told me uh, when I was growing up is that when the U.S., you know, has a runny nose that the rest of the world has the flu. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're we're definitely, you know, we still have the dominant currency, but, you know, you're starting to see things change with the influence of China. They've invested in a lot of other countries like Africa and Latin America. Um, You know, you're seeing, like I said, or like we said before, we got two wars going on. And there's also some, you know, stuff and conflicts going on in the Red Sea. And so, you know, it's really, really dynamic in what's going on in the world. And, you know, before I think the U.S. used to be the world police, you see a bit more chaos going on now. And everyone's kind of pointing fingers of who's going to manage this.
2: Well, it's Red Sea. Then uh, just what in the last couple of days, North Korea is getting all froggy. And and, yeah, and doing yeah. some things. They always,
5: they always get hot and bothered though, you know. They, they, they are. done too much when they get when they uh when they get hot and bothered, it normally simmers down
2: pretty quickly. Yeah, we will have to see about that. I t- you know, the economy, the, the biggest one I don't think it's played up enough right now is the housing issue in Germany. And and I do think there could be some contagion there, although I thought Chinese Chinese Evergrande would as well, but it's, it's like everything's just getting pushed down the road still, even when we talk about that. But but Germany's going through some stuff right now.
5: Hey, you know nobody wants the party to end, and I can't blame
2: them. Of course, of course, never pay. You don't want to have to pay. You know, nope. it's 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 the free money has to eventually be paid for. But uh, you're right. It's it's nobody wants to do that. Um, you know, what about banks? Banks this year is that something that we need to be worried about? I mean, there is a bank term lending facility that was created last March with the crisis. And it was supposed to be $25 billion to cover deposits. Now, all of a sudden, it has ballooned over $141 billion in that same fund that banks are using for I don't know what.
5: Yeah, you know, it's one of those things, like you've been saying, that pushing the can down the road. And if they don't have to market on their books, like all the unrealized losses they have in bonds, then it kind of doesn't get a lot of media attention. And it's one of those unfortunate things where it probably does have real risk, but until it gets realized, it's, you know, kind of everybody likes to just keep skipping along.
2: As long as I'm not going to be forced, I'm not going to do it. Um, You know, the the inflation too, uh, that we keep hearing about it is softening and we're going to have a soft landing, but uh, the Red Sea issue is not going to help with the supplies, but I was looking at a four-year chart on inflation, and, and ever since 2020, inflation has gone up 17%, and I don't think people's incomes have.
5: Yeah, you know, I was actually looking at a chart on Twitter from Lynn Alden that was showing the trend line of inflation, which over the course of time is pretty consistent, but after 2020, it's up about 20%, so pretty close to the number that you saw. And for it to fall back into trend, it would have to fall you know, 15 plus percent, which would be kind of crazy to have a def- deflationary period like that. And you yeah. know, like you were saying, yep. you know, I think there was some initial uh, wage growth, but, you know, definitely starting to see a catch up. And you are starting to see a lot of places like McDonald's or Chipotle when they're in California and, you know, there's a new minimum wage. I just got raised that they're saying, you know what? That's a little too expensive. We're just going to put this uh, monitor screen kiosk thing right here, and uh, we'll just have (laughs) five less cashiers. So uh, good luck to you.
2: Yeah, and and I guess one last thing on that is I do see artificial intelligence taking over people's jobs for sure. Well, here's what I think, Daniel. I think it's going to end up being a year of popcorn. And what I mean by that is there is going to be a whole lot of drama, a whole lot of volatility uh, between now and November and so I'm just going to sit back and, like I said, grab my popcorn and
5: watch. I as well. It's definitely going to be interesting, especially as things lead into the election.
2: All right, Daniel, I appreciate you coming on board here and talking to us this week. And uh, I am look forward to next week's talk.
5: Yeah, catch you next time, Dan. Have a good week. Thanks, weekend. Daniel. Uh-huh. You
6: too. Teen depression. A lot of kids are dealing with it today. So what's behind it? Well, there's the question, are they depressed because they have bad grades or do they have bad grades because they're depressed? A relationship goes bad. Getting bullied. Maybe there's more than one reason. Maybe there's no reason at all. Whatever's behind it, teen depression can be overwhelming and isolating. But it doesn't have to stay that way. If you're feeling off your game right now, it's time to jumpstart your comeback. Time to take charge and take the first step. Visit yourlifeyourvoice.org. You have the strength to turn things around. Make your move.
2: Do we need to return to Bretton Woods to get out of the forest? With all the craziness going on in the world today, perhaps it makes sense to revisit the gold standard days. What would it look like if we returned to that? Is it plausible? Or was too much power and control given to the World Bank and the IMF? Many countries are stockpiling gold right now. What do they know? We may never know, but it is always good to review a history of something that was successful, especially for the US. The Bretton Woods Agreement forged in fires of World War II left an indelible mark on the global economic landscape. Anchored by the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank, it established a new post-war order based on fixed exchange rates with the US dollar reigning supreme as the currency kingpin, directly pegged to gold. This system, implemented in the mid-1940s, delivered undeniable benefits. Prosperity was unbound. Bretton Woods ushered in an era of unprecedented global economic growth. Stable exchange rates fostered predictable international trade, boosting confidence and encouraging investment. Countries, particularly war-torn Europe and Japan, were able to rebuild and flourish under the protective umbrella of American financial might. This sustained growth paved the way for decades of rising living standards and poverty reduction around the world. There was shifting power dynamics too, The agreement cemented America's economic dominance. The dollar's privileged position at the heart of the system, backed by vast U.S. gold reserves, solidified its international prestige and facilitated American influence in global trade and finance. This newfound power enabled the U.S. to champion a more open and integrated world economy, shaping geopolitical alliances and fostering a sense of shared prosperity, albeit with a distinctly American flavor. But then there were seeds of discord. Beneath the gleaming surface, inherent contradictions lurked. The reliance on the U.S. dollar and gold created an asymmetrical system benefiting the U.S. as the reserve currency issuer at the expense of others. Persistent U.S. trade deficits eroded confidence in the dollar's gold peg, while growing international liquidity strained the fixed exchange rate regime. These underlying tensions, coupled with the rising inflation and domestic political pressures, ultimately led to the Bretton Woods system's demise in the early 1970s. While the system may have cracked, its legacy endures. The IMF and World Bank continue to play crucial roles in global finance governance, albeit in a more flexible and dynamic environment. The Bretton Woods Agreement reminds us of the intricate interplay between economic architecture, power dynamics, and the enduring quest for stability and growth in a globally interconnected world. Its lessons continue to inform contemporary debates on international monetary cooperation and the delicate balance between national interest and collective prosperity.
4: My name's Stacy, I'm 57, and I was adopted in
6: 2020.
3: We were adopted in 2019.
0: And we were adopted in 2021.
6: We had a house, Uh, and it sounds crazy, but it wasn't a home. The one thing that Jake and Emma brought is it became a home? When I met Dakota, he had just turned 14.
3: You weren't there for the first this and the first that, I missed the first words, but we got a lot of other firsts. Watching her say, oh my God, I cannot believe I got my license. And she's like, I passed. And I'm like, girl.
6: <laughs> See them grow. It is.
3: They chose to love us. They didn't have to. They chose us. Family.
4: You. And you.
0: Kids in the middle. What I thought was a complete life was nowhere near complete.
1: But it is now.
3: Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org.
2: Winner and loser this week in the market. Our loser is Agilon Health, Inc., that's A-G-L. It's headquartered in Austin, Texas, and they offer healthcare services for seniors through primary care physicians in the communities of the U.S. The stock tumbled after cutting its margin guidance due to higher medical costs. The CFO also announced his retirement. Monday open, it was at $12.58, then ran quickly up to $13.17, but then the rug pull happened Friday, dropping the stock price down to $7.73 the same day. That's not very healthy. And the winner is Zim Integrated Shipping Services, or ZIM. The entire shipping world will see some pricing action due to the event happening in the Red Sea. This is the winner this week. It's headquartered in Israel. They provide container shipping and related services in Israel and internationally. Zim provides door-to-door and port-to-port transportation services for various types of customers, including end-users, consolidators, and freight forwarders. Monday, it opened at $10.55, and then it popped up to $14.80 by Friday. Thank you for joining us today for another edition of Arbitrage Weekend News. Log into arbitragetrade.com to read our wide variety of blogs and educate yourself on trade assist and forex trading, or even how to make passive money with our trade assist affiliate marketer program. You can also get to know our cute little AI bot, Pips. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company.